people. It's your boy B. Ross. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Third Eye. On today's show, we will retouch Colin Kaepernick's protest and how the Santa Clara Police Department now has come out and said they're not working no games, they ain't, they're not protecting them. If he doesn't change and stand up and if the 49ers don't discipline him. We also will be talking about positive programming and the lack thereof on television on television nowadays, excuse me. You know, it's totally different from when we grew up in the in the nineties uh, and the eighties and you know, all you old folks who listen to. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. It's gonna be another good one. All right now, let's talk about these cops, the whole department of Santa Clara that's talking about not working the 49ers games. Okay, so I've read three or four different articles talking about the same thing, how how they're not doing it unless he stands up and, you know, unless he stops speaking badly about the police. They're, they are mad about the, uh, about the socks he wore in a practice. They are mad that the 49ers are, aren't disciplining them. They're mad that the 49ers are saying that they're going to stand behind them. They're mad that the NFL isn't doing anything. They're just mad in general. So my question was, where were y'all at when your uh, fellow policemen in San Francisco, when they were in San Francisco uh, two years ago, when they shot an unarmed black man? He had no gun. Shot him in broad daylight. Where were y'all then? Like, where was the where was the voice then? Like, where was his anger? Why is it that when this man is he he ain't doing nothing but sitting his black ass down? What did what did Eddie say on the barbershop? Rosa Parks ain't doing nothing but sitting her black ass down. Like that's all Colin Kaepernick is doing, sitting his black ass down on that bench, or taking the knee now, cause like you know he didn't want to sit down, so he's taking the knee now. Me personally. I wouldn't take a knee. I ain't, I ain't kneeling. No, I'm not taking a knee. That's no. I, I'm gonna sit down. But uh. But yeah, like he's not doing anything, and they're and they're so angry with him. But they're not angry at at their fellow officers who go out there and make them look bad. We're not saying Santa Clara police are bad. He's saying just police are in general right now. They aren't. They aren't doing their job. And they clearly aren't doing their job if they're worried about him sitting down and not and not and not standing up for what's right. So, like the more and more I read the articles and I heard the different, uh, I heard the police chief and it was another guy. He was like he was above the chief. He was over. He he oversaw like two or three departments, and and he was saying that that they're going to work the games and they're just trying to come to a, I guess a. Uh, some form of a understanding as to why he's doing it. I'm like, what you mean, why? Like, he's he has stated many, many times, police brutality is a problem when it comes to people of color. Like, it ain't nothing else to understand. He's sitting there trying to figure out why he's protesting. Like, bro, it's been well, well established why he's protesting. Police brutality, people of color, it's a problem. And until that problem changes, he's not going to change. And I tip my head off to the 49ers for not trying to force him to do anything and, and for actually backing him up. And, and his teammates slowly but surely are backing him up. So much respect to them out there on the West Coast in the Bay. 
but uh but yeah like like this police department they are taking it so personal and it's like why are you taking it personal if if it doesn't affect you or or you guys don't have cases of police brutality you shouldn't be bothered by it at all okay you might be offended by the you know by the socks but the socks were like that was a that was early in camp like that wasn't just recent like the pictures just recent but he wore those early in camp no one saw it then like he wasn't even practicing like he was or he wasn't throwing a ball he was practicing on like a on like a pitch count type stuff like it was early in camp i remember reading about the article like it's it was early and now the picture surfaced and now y'all all y'all mad about the picture and you're mad that he's not getting disciplined why should he get disciplined for something he did weeks ago like weeks ago maybe months ago i'm not sure depending on when they started camp like they're mad at the wrong things and then and like i said in the first podcast those cops as as well as many others they're missing the message they are they are missing what this brother is out here protesting for real you know and it's and it's real sad like it's like the uh the the uh, stanford rapist he gets extra protection because his dad fears for his life and he's a rapist like period like he did it got convicted i mean he got a bullshit sentence but he did it got extra protection no cops are protesting protecting him but but this black man ain't doing but sitting his black ass down y'all want to all hell breaking loose like y'all losing your damn mind as if he's really doing something wrong as if he's really breaking the law as if he's really disrespecting the police and he said multiple times he has family he has friends who are police officers so it's not it's not it's not anything personal towards towards cops it's just a it's just a general statement that police brutality and people of color like the like the mistreatment the injustice it needs to stop that's what he's saying that's what he's been saying i don't know how many times how many ways someone can can freaking tell those police officers tell that department tell the chief of police exactly what he's doing why he's doing it like it, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure this shit out it's not hard will, well at least not to me but you know i guess everybody everybody ain't that bright nowadays it is what it is i guess all right here we go positive programming it's not hard to tell that, you know, it's nothing worth watching on TV. Like, I mean, it's crap right now compared to what we had growing up. You know, we had shows like Smart Guy, Moesha, Sister Sister, Family Matters, Living Single, The Cosby Show, A Different World, Martin, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, uh, Hang With Mr. Cooper, uh, Cousin Skeeter, uh, Jamie Foxx Show. Kenan and Kale, like positive images throughout our entire childhood that help us mold, you know, that, you know, that help mold us into, you know, just better people, whether we realize it or not. Look at a show like The Cosby Show. I can, I can go through just about all these shows and, and the images are positive. Every single last one, Cosby Show, uh, Doctor, Lawyer, uh, Complete Family, they, they weren't divorced. They weren't. They weren't no baby mama drama. None of that crap. They were. They were. Everybody wanted to be a huxtable. Like everybody wanted to be a huxtable. Everybody wanted to be a part of that family, especially during the grandparents' grandparents' anniversary 
when you got to sing their favorite song. Like, like those, like, you remember those images, positive images like that. Like, that was dope to see on TV. You can go to shows like Moesha. Her mom passed, you bring in a stepmom, so you have a sort of a mix of a family. But the dad owned a Saturn dealership, so you have a black owner. Like, like you see black ownership. You see the black girl who loves to, you know, hang out with her friends. She got a little boyfriend, whatever. But at the end of the day, she made good grades, and she went to college. Positive images. You go to Living Single, another positive image. But, you know, this time it's concerning the black woman, which, you know, which is the positive, positive image that our black women our black children need to see one one's a lawyer the other one uh, owns her own own magazine like it's like like those are the images that we need to see and i'll go one more a different world it was a black college you you saw black students getting degrees becoming lawyers doctors engineers uh just they're in the corporate world owning their own businesses like whatever the case may be you saw Black, 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 black. Positive, 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 positive. All over the show, and then with, then with shows like shows like A Different World and like Fresh Prince, they dealt with real life issues. They dealt with what was really going on in the world. They had shows about you know, uh, rape and AIDS and dating and interracial relationships. On a different world than in the Fresh Prince, you know, you you know he was rich, but he still dealt with racism. Everybody remember the episode when uh, it it was actually two episodes. One they got pulled over in the bins when uh he was with Carlton, like season two, he got pulled over. They were wrongfully arrested, and when they were minors, then another one when Will was arrested after he. Had his hair twisted, had on the jumpsuit, whatever else, he was wrongfully arrested. So th they were dealing with the same stuff we're currently still dealing with on TV, letting us know that it's real, or letting letting people know, letting kids know, letting society know that it's real. Like we ain't just making this up. This is this is what's really going on. And considering they didn't have you know the camera phones to record all these incidents how we do now, you know people probably you know oh a cop. Beats up a black guy. Eh, what did he do to deserve it is, is what most people probably was thinking. Probably. Now, you know, so so then when one of those TV shows put that on put that on TV for you to see, it's like, oh damn, that's how that could have happened. So it it so it put the image in your mind that, you know, no matter how much money you have, you're not exempt from racism from being profiled. That's why, you know. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air would be one of the greatest shows ever. That's why all of these shows that I named still come on TV. Because compared to what's on TV now, you go keep watching them. Because your subconscious mind likes the positivity, likes the images, and not to mention they was all funny as hell in their own separate way. They was all funny. So compared to what's on TV now when it's reality shows of... Uh, former rappers and former vixens or girlfriends, baby mamas—I don't know what you want to call it. Call them. Uh, you know they on drink. They on uh, TV throwing drinks at each other and calling each other bad bitches, and and the dude calling calling the girl a bitch, and then she getting mad. It's like 
what is like what is really going on right now? Like that ain't what that ain't what need to be on TV, especially for the black people. And the sad part about what gets me about loving hip hop is that so many people got kids. Your kids will grow up and Google your name. It's it's gonna be the natural thing to do. They go Google your name and they and it's gonna be a video on Worldstar or YouTube and it's gonna show you throwing a drink on somebody or shaking your ass in the club or arguing with his father or or her mother. It's it's gonna show all this stuff because once it's out there, it's out there. You can't take it back. You can't delete it from the internet. It's there forever. And these people have no problem going on national television making a making a complete ass out of themselves. And I can't understand for the life of me, how can you do that to your name? Like, if you don't have shit else to represent you, like, that's all you got is your name. Like, when I'm playing ball, I don't represent the team. I represent the name on my jersey. Because if anything, because if I do anything bad, they ain't going to, you know, people talk to me, but they going to ask people closest to me, what the hell was he doing? I don't, I don't understand how you can go on national television and make a complete ass out of yourself and do it for a dollar. Do it for a price. Like, like people are literally selling their pride, selling their family name for thousands of dollars. Like, is, is, it, is it really, is, is money and that 15 seconds of fame really worth it? Really worth your pride, integrity? Your fuck, like, that's just, that's just crazy to me. I don't, I don't too much understand it. You know, you know, you got love and hip hop. You got shows like uh, what's that? What's that show on MTV? Oh, sixteen and pregnant. Lord, Lord help me. If I if that ain't the dumbest thing on TV, sixteen and pregnant. Since when on earth is it cool to be sixteen and pregnant? Why are we praising that? Why are we giving these girls a show? Why not help them? I mean, you. You might be giving them a check, but help them, you know, help or help teenagers to not do what they did. MTV makes billions of dollars. There's no, there's no reason why they can go on a, on a city tour across the United States and talk about, you know, safe sex or bring out celebrities talking about safe sex. It can be done if, if they wanted to do it. They don't want to do it. They want to praise little girls for being being a little fast asses and, and, and getting pregnant at 16, you know, that, like, that's not cool, that's not, I don't understand that logic right there, and then what gets me is that I might be wrong, I don't think I am, I could be wrong though, on that show, I've yet to seen a girl of color on that show, they all be white, but in the same breath, the white community was there and bashed other communities for having children there early, but th but then they sit there and give them girls a whole show, and then you know make them and give them their fifteen minutes of fame. So then these girls get little deals or whatever, or they you know they give them a way of making more money. So it's like so you sit there and bash one group of people for it, but then you give them a way of making more money and praise them for the same damn thing that you bashing them for. I could be wrong. There could have been a couple of black girls, Spanish girls on there. Not to my knowledge, though. That, like that's just that's just crazy to me. How how they do that? How they but praising any sixteen year old is just absurd to me. But that's not the images that our children need to see. Why 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 on 
God's green earth, should I turn on the TV and I'm sitting there with my daughter when she's older and it's a little girl waddling around on TV? Like, why should I have to explain it to my daughter? Like, why? Like, who who gave you the right? I, I'm not saying we sitting there watching it. I say I turn on the TV and that's just what pop up like a like a promo talking about the next season of 16 and Pregnant. Like, wh- like why are you forcing me to have this talk with my child about some little host who's 16 and pregnant? That's that's not cool. So, you know, past, current, positive programming. Yeah, we can we can we just need to go back to what was working in the past. Because even in the past, when I say positive programming, you gotta you gotta think about this. Because I saw this picture and it was it was real cool to see. It was a picture of all those all those different shows from Martin, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Living Single, uh, A Different World, Cosby Show, all, all those different shows, and all these characters had on different apparel, college apparels from HBCUs. You know, Morehouse, Morgan State, Norfolk State, Bethune Cookman, uh, Grambling. Like it was just a, it was a plethora of just different stuff, like hoodies, t-shirts, sweatshirts. Uh, sweatpants, hats, everything. I'm like, that's dope to see. So then, I'm so something because I knew I was gonna be talking about this. Some told me like, you know, dig a little deeper. I dig a little deeper, and enrollment from '91 maybe to '97, '96, '90, '96, like shot up in HBCUs like 40 some percent. Just shot up, boom. It's not by mistake. Why? Why? college enrollment and HBCUs shoot up 40 some percent but what are down right now that 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 don't I'm not I'm, I'm not saying it's you know like it's low but it's but it but it has dropped off from from that time period like it shot up 41 42 percent if I'm not mistaken like that's a lot when it comes to enrollment like it's to the point now where HBCUs not even HBCUs no more really because they have to accept everybody. At one point, they didn't. But they have to accept everybody just to, just to stay afloat. Some do. And it's, and it's sad at this point. But positive programming helps with kids saying, you know, I want to go here because I saw such and such rock that hoodie. And it's been in my mind ever since. Like, it's little things that make a big difference. Positive programming. It is essential. Because then... You look at, you look at, you know, one of the most popular shows out right now, in Power, and, you know, I watch the show, I like the show, but as as a black man, I sometimes watch it, and I'm offended, because I sit there and like, between Power and Empire, they they basically sit there and say, you know, a black dude could be successful, yeah. But he, but he has to sell drugs in order to get to any point of his life to where he could be legit. He has had to sell drugs. He had to kill somebody. He had to do something legal, basically, in order to get where he's at. That was my initial problem with Power and Empire. Like I sat there and watched them both, like like a full season. I'm sitting there watching them. Then I sit back and, and I look like, wow, like that, like that. That's the message. Whether you realize it or not, your subconscious mind tells you that. 
well, maybe not you who's listening, but you know, people out there in general, people who who conscious mind who's or or whose subconscious mind isn't aware that their subconscious mind is strong, stronger than their conscious mind. But that's what it tells you. It tells you that, you know, as a black man, you know what? I have a beautiful black woman, but I don't need her. Let me go get this other chick. Like little things like that. Like it's it's plenty of messages in there that if you if you're not aware it can change your way of thinking. But they're, you know, they're both pretty good shows, but it's like, damn, like that's what they're really saying about us. So I watch it carefully because I'm not gonna fall in that trap of thinking how they want me to think. Because remember, it's called television programming. They put it on TV to program us. They want us to think a certain way, act a certain way, do certain things, wear certain things. Like, it's called programming for a reason. It's, like, it's not by chance. I mean, if you, you can look at how shows like, you know, shows that are on TV now, how they're affecting our, our children today. You know, girls, all they see are chicks, you know, in, a, you know, 60 pounds of makeup, 30 pounds of weave, you know, fake breasts, fake ass, big ass, whatever. And, and then them going on these social networks shaking that ass for attention or for a dollar. That's what they see. Whether you realize it, that is what they see. That is what they aspire to be. They not going to say that, but... Subconsciously, that's what they aspire to be. Why? Because it's easy. Because it's right there. Because they see all these other chicks making money off of it. That's why positive programming is so important. That's why Living Single was an important show for black women. Because it showed that y'all ain't got to be out there shaking your ass to be successful. You ain't got to be out there doing the most to, to find a husband, to get a man. That like Programs like that. That, that's why we need them. Because the shit that's on now, we ain't headed in the right direction. And then on the other end, look at our young men. What do they see? They see dudes with, you know, with the chains, popping bottles, messing with multiple women, having multiple kids by multiple women. That's what they see. So when it continues to happen, we can't be surprised. Because we subconsciously were programmed like that to to want those things, to want three or four different baby mamas. That's what we aspire to want. I mean, to uh, do. Without them even knowing, that's what they want. Because it's, it's all over everywhere. You know, they got to have their two chains. They got to have, you know, tight jeans and the and certain shoe. Like, because it's the images that are put in their mind through programming on, on a TV. Like, it's, like, it's real. Because if you go on any social network of a, of a child that's, or a kid that's, let's say, 21 and under, 20 and under, for the most part, you will see exactly what I'm talking about. They could be on there shaking their ass or acting ignorant, being loud, just like loving hip-hop. You will see loving hip-hop minors. That's what you go see. No matter if you know them or not. I'm not saying all kids, no. Not all. But a good, a, a very good portion of them, yeah. That, that, that's exactly what we're going to see. And that ain't what we need. 
we are in we are in a fight right now. We are in a fight. Not for justice, not for equality. We are in the fight to 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 be our own bosses, to improve our communities. We are in a fight to 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 build what our ancestors had before it was destroyed. That's what we're fighting to do right now. And we need to build in and create young soldiers, young minds, young sharp minds. Because if not, what's going to happen is what, what uh, happened with our ancestors. Our ancestors paved the way for our parents and grandparents or for our parents. And our parents didn't take, they didn't, they didn't finish the mission. They didn't, they didn't take what our great-grandparents left, left them and they didn't put it to use. They didn't put it to work. All the knowledge, all the information, they didn't put it to use. So we have twice the knowledge, twice the information. We have to put it to use and instill that in our children so that when we're gone off this earth, they're not facing the same thing. They're not going through this shit 30, 40, 50 years from now. My kids should not be going through. I, I don't want my kids going, going through ha having to figure out why the cop is getting off on murder after he clearly just shot an innocent man. I don't, I don't want to have to fear for their life anytime they get pulled over. Like, so we have to take what we know and instill that in our children. Because if we rely on anybody else, especially that damn television, y'all see what's on television. Y'all see what's going to happen. That, that's just what it is. That's why, to me, that's why the generation I'm in we are we are a solid group of people. I ain't saying all of us, but damn it, we are good. So give yourself a round of applause because we are good. But hey, we did have we had good people teaching us, and shit. When you turn on the TV, you was bound to see something that you might inspire to be, whether it was a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, something like that. Like because that's all that was on TV. A cop. Kids actually wanted to be cops because of Carl Winslow. He, he was a fucking great guy. Like, like, his like his character as a father, as a man, that's what, that's what you, know, you would want any child to inspire to be if they wanted to be a cop. But, you know, that was our generation. That's why I think we're so conscious, we're so aware. You know, it might be small to some of y'all, but it's a really big thing because you got to think of how much, you know, how much TV we actually watch. Like it's thousands of hours maybe over, over a, let's say, 15, 18 year period. Opposed to now where I, I don't even have to watch TV. I don't. It ain't even important because I know ain't nothing on there good for me. But, uh, yeah, we just... We just got to be, we have to be conscious of our subconscious mind when we're watching things on TV. You know, I know a lot of women out there, y'all like loving hip hop. I get it. I understand. You know, you like what you like, but be aware of what you are watching. Be aware that your subconscious mind is stronger than your conscious mind. So you, so you have to be conscious of your subconscious. I hope that makes sense. You have to be conscious of your subconscious mind because it, because your subconscious mind is stronger than your conscious mind. So be aware of what you're watching. Watch it. Go ahead. I don't suggest watching around any kids whatsoever. If you can watch it, 
watch it when the kids sleep. But if you watch it, cool, watch it. But understand what you're watching. Like, when I watch Power, I, I have to prep to watch Power because I, I don't know what I'm about to get myself into and what I'm about to watch. But I'm going to be sure that it don't affect me subconsciously. So, you know, y'all like your shows, like what you like. I understand that. But as adults, we got to understand that our subconscious mind is stronger than our conscious mind and that we can't let our kids watch that shit at all because their subconscious mind is very weak and, and vulnerable. That's why people say kids are sponges. They are. Kids pick up things they don't even know they're picking up. That's how powerful your subconscious mind is. So let's be aware of those things moving forward because, like I said, we're in a fight right now and we're training little soldiers. We are training little soldiers because we got to be able to take the fight in any direction it needs to go when that time comes. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate the support. Um, I'm working on getting this podcast put on Apple. I'm working on getting it put on a platform for Android users as well so that it's easy for everybody. I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. Just give me some time while I figure this thing out. But I thank you all again for listening, for tuning in. If I sound passionate about positive programming, because I am. I studied psychology in school, and I understand how powerful our minds are. That's why they try so hard to control it. They've been trying for hundreds of years to control our minds. We can't give them that. We cannot give them our minds. They have our minds. They have us. So that's why what we watch, what we listen to is of the utmost importance. That we listen to the right things. That we read the right things. That we watch the right things. Because our minds are more powerful than anything we can ever imagine. And with that being said, there's greatness in all of us waiting to show. Be great, be blessed, one love. I'm all y'all.